Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for October 18th through the 24th of 2020. So how's everyone doing? This is going to be our new moon to first quarter week in our lunar cycle. We're just coming out of the Libra super new moon, so we're still very much in the orb of influence. Three days before, the day of, and three days after. You should know that when you're doing your lunar work. This week's activations are pretty important to pay attention to. We have another Mars one, so I am linking that extra video to refer you back because there's so much goodness that we should remember in this moment. And of course, Mercury retrograde is doing its thing, but Venus is linking up with the crew in a really good way. Venus and Virgo trining all the Saturn, Jupiter, Pluto, and Capricorn. That is giving us hopefully a little breather in the body, somewhere where it's making physical things a little easier, even if Mercury's stirring up all the mental. But let's dive in. Our week starts on Sunday, so I'm hoping to get this out by Friday night. The sun is going to square Saturn. Sun in Libra squaring Saturn in Capricorn. Something that won't be able to happen for another 28 years. So this is pretty much the last go-round with all the encounters with Saturn and Capricorn before it goes around the circle again. So for those of us with Aries, Libra, Cancer, Capricorn activated, this one's important to co-create with. With this energy, it is best to understand that you will have two distinct pulls within. One is obligation to others versus responsibility to self. It's not nearly as bad as it feels. However, it does bring up something we all work really hard to balance to some degree or another, self and others, how we are as individuals within the context of our relationships, basically. How much do you owe yourself and how much are you obligated to others? Balance and reciprocity come to mind as guides. One of the challenges of this influence is making negative assumptions that there's no support for you when in truth you haven't asked for any and help must be invited. Saturn brings up our relationship to time, and some people may feel restricted as if life, other, outer is all too demanding, and there's never any time just for the individual. This activation is a push to grow, out of comfort zone into new territory for sure. It's time to hold your own structure in some way and reclaim your inner authority, also Saturn's domain, to direct your own life. Others may find their lives falling apart because they've avoided responsibility for so long, and now there's no more wiggle room. Rather than have a meltdown, take a nap. <laughs> Resolve to wake up with a plan, a strategy for taking the next step, even if that means simply asking for help or guidance from someone older and wiser. It's time to deepen your dedication and commit to yourself in a whole new way. Recognize any current limitations and work with the resources at hand for now. The sun usually illuminates the core essential nature of self. So see where you may be stuck and need to break out of a rut of some sort and trust that taking charge and making a decision and choosing a direction also qualifies as inviting help from the universe to support your new direction. So this is just a growth moment for the individual responsibilities you have at this time. It's just lighting us up there to make us really check in with what we are obligated to that is burdensome and what are we choosing to be responsible for that we're joyful about, that we want to be responsible for our lives in this way. And again, you know, we've talked about this for years in the Kelly Circle, so you know everything to be as independent as possible while the world or social collective is doing its thing. It's, it's renewing itself. That's a pretty a tall order. So also on Sunday, Venus is going to oppose Neptune. Okay. So always with Neptune, we're going to deal with some boundaries. Saturn also has to do with boundaries. 
So let's be mindful of that all week, this week in particular. How are your boundaries? Are they brick walls where you don't know what's going on around you? Or are they gauze and porous so that you feel everything going on around you? We don't want either one. We want hemp or bamboo. Something super strong, super flexible, and breathable. That is what will protect you navigating this crazy world right now. And beware of delusions of grandeur, of course, where your relationships, old and new, or your finances are concerned. Basically, you should keep your true priorities in mind and you'll be fine. But if you are deluded to any extent, it may be revealed at this time. It's time to balance what is truly important to you in your interactions with others and the vision for the long-term goal of collaboration. You can have an ideal romantic experience with this energy, but remember true love takes time, hard work, and dedication. While romance tends to come and go, this energy tends to make you give and give and give in a relationship thinking that that will inspire the other to respond in kind. And ultimately, you end up empty-handed and drained because your motives weren't correct. You were doing it with expectation, consciously or not, which almost always will let you down. Giving with any expectation generally leads to disappointment. A better use of this energy is to focus on any kind of artistic or altruistic endeavors. Okay, so Venus is our love and money relationships and values and priorities opposite Neptune. What is the dream? What is the vision? What do you believe to be true or possible for yourself? And where do you need to integrate your Virgo Pisces, your spirit in a human form? Where do you need to trust God more? And where do you need to trust your own instincts and intuition more? That's what's getting cultivated during Virgo time. And then now we're in Libra time, so we're establishing balance. The idea is always to heal first and then rebalance. Then Monday the 19th brings Mars retrograde squaring Jupiter. And this is the second of three hits. Now that third hit is in January, but it's going to be when Mars has moved into Taurus and Jupiter's moved into Aquarius. So it's going to be a different energy and vibration altogether. That tells me that a lot of our release work still very much in this Aries department and all the work that Mars did with the Saturn, Jupiter, Pluto crew in Capricorn, what Kathy Pagano is calling the three amigos. I love it. That third one is going to be so revealing and good for a really clean slate new beginning. What we should be mindful of is something I always say in the Venus circle because we do nine months of release work and then nine months of reclamation. I always remind people in the release work, it's not about giving up something or having something tragically ripped away from your heart. It's not about breaking anything. It's about actually clearing space to bring in that new that we're going to do at reclamation. So I feel like that's the same thing. Mars hits Jupiter, which wakes up our whole consciousness about who we are and what our purpose might be as an individual and what our role to play in this world while it is doing a social collective reboot. What do we do? And so I like that 2020 was resetting us anyway with Venus and Mars going backwards, but we can get a lot out of this one in particular in terms of changing our minds about our purpose and thinking a little bigger even. It's almost like we were thinking too small before 2020 and now we have to expand that vision in a certain way. Of course, it has to be practical, but we're doing the clearing so that we can reclaim Taurus, Aquarius, that's in the body, that's the garden, that's food, sex, and money in the natural balance and rhythmic seasons and whatnot that are natural for us, that are natural for Mother Earth, and Aquarius is the humanity and the community part. So we're still going to have to push to grow at that point. It's still going to be a square, and it's still going to be 
expanding our consciousness in a way, getting us present probably at this point to what you're physically capable of and what you can handle in terms of being responsible for that or making that your purpose going forward. But whatever it is, when Mars and Jupiter get together, it's about an expansion of your consciousness. You're learning something, but Mars means you're learning all about you. And we're getting three go-rounds of this energy, which can be expressed one of two ways, like most of them. You can overextend yourself and your resources being overly optimistic without actually doing any planning or work, relying on luck alone. And unfortunately, this expression will basically make you pay double in more ways than one down the road. The better way to express this energy is to think of what you're doing today that can benefit you in the future. And that's what I mean by you're not really giving up anything or sacrificing anything. You're clearing space for the new life you're going to be living and the new purpose you're going to be having and the new goals that you're going to be setting and the unknown territory you're going to be exploring because it is going to be a learning curve in the new world post-2020, one way or another. You have access to foresight, so use it to foresee what your ultimate goal is and what steps you can take today to make that happen. Focus on what can be rather than what is right now. You also have access to increased energy and desire to push your own limits, consciously or not, which can be useful, but not if you overdo it. Then you defeat the whole purpose. Calculated risk is okay. Impulsive reactions, not so much. This is also the energy of when things are good, they're very good, but when they're bad, they're terrible. So keep it positive, stay focused and balanced with your input and output mentally, emotionally, and physically. Okay? And I, you know, they do say with Mars retrograde, accidents are possible because we're frustrated and we're rushing in some way and we're trying to force our will in some way that we need to be chilling out and just reflecting right now on what the proper actions might be that won't cause that much aggravation or slow you down and cause the delays. So here I'm inserting the Mars video to reflect on because in that one, I'm pretty sure I talk about Mars linking up with Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, which is a big deal while it's retrograde. It's a huge deal, and it's part of the rewiring we're all doing. But if you have Aries, Libra, Cancer, Capricorn, then it is personal, and once in 30 years. So also on the 19th, which is Monday, Venus is going to try Jupiter. Now, this is the two benefactors coming together, so that makes me feel better about any hard stuff with Saturn or Neptune and boundary issues. I feel like we can, if we're conscious and awake and alert, we can respond better. So this is usually a pleasant energy, although short-lived. It's a good time to enjoy some kind of social activity, whatever you can do, no pressure, just easy, laid-back fun. It can make you prone to laziness or excess, but only if you're already prone to those things. Otherwise, if you are typically busy and constantly on the go, this energy gives you permission to kick back a little and release the usual pressures to produce. Take some time out to smell the roses, or at least reflect on all that you have accomplished and give yourself due credit for coming this far. This is a good time to travel, go on vacation, or take a short trip. This energy tends to bring forth earned blessings. So take a moment and give thanks to the powers that be which brought you to this point. So of course, Venus is all about the love and beauty and harmony, balance, and food, sex, and money being quality is part of that. Trining Jupiter is the optimist and enthusiasm and expansion and let's have fun and let's explore and let's not be attached to outcome. That's all wonderful attitudes to sort of look at the mishaps going on and ask, how is this perfect? 
You know, I'm, I'm going through it over here with Mercury retrograde and multiple laptops and software that wants to work one day, but not the next day. <laughs> and it's just kind of par for the course. So I'm not getting my panties in a bunch, but it is that time, y'all. So if you're pushing to get things done and you're pushing to produce and accomplish, then it might be frustrating. So just allow yourself a little extra time here and there to process everything and get the things done you really, really want done rather than spin your wheels, wasting your resources and energy and time, not being productive or having to redo it anyway, right? That's always what these retrogrades remind us about. And here we are, same day on the 19th, Monday, Mercury retrograde opposing Uranus. And so this is the second of three hits as well. First was October 7th. Then, of course, it went retrograde on the 13th. And so it's hitting it again, Monday, October 19th. And the final hit will be once Mercury goes direct, and that will be November 3rd, and it'll hit Uranus again on November 17th. So this is a good one. This is an important one, especially for now, because we are processing so many things at the end of this year. This energy tends to make your mind work in overdrive. Not that you think too much, but rather that you may tend to think, speak, and process information faster than usual. However, when you are moving that fast, sometimes you can overlook something vital. Okay, so I'm just going to say this is kind of a double influence here in that Uranus is speeding it up where you might make these mistakes anyway, but Mercury's retrograde. So it also might be slowing you down and helping. Remember now, Mercury is good for certain things. It's good for communing with your angels, ancestors, and animal spirit guides. It's good for doing your own soul work and spiritual work and cleaning up your life. It's good for fixing and finishing projects that were undone and getting things done that were already in process. It's just not good for starting things. And it's good, like I said, for fixing. So going through and finding the mistakes, reviewing where you were speedy with it and you were just going through too fast and not taking your time with every step to ensure that you won't have to do it twice or three times over, right? That's the whole point of being cognizant in the moment. But we all get caught up. Life happens, right? So just do the best you can. The negative expression of this energy tends to make you feel scattered and disorganized. But the positive side of it is making those brilliant connections that are normally just out of reach. Your perception and intuition are picking up so much in such a short period of time that you will want to review the details later to ensure you didn't overlook something crucial to your development. You may be impatient with the same old, same old routine, but check in with your body to make sure it is not just your monkey mind playing tricks on you. It's a good time to breathe and be flexible because if you are impatient with this energy, you are more likely to make mistakes. Anytime Uranus is involved, radical shifts and aha moments are totally possible on an internal level. However, on an external level, you may tend to blurt things out without proper forethought. Be sure to engage your heart and some kind of filter, especially when communicating with others this week. Deep breath. Okay, get the memo. This is internal communication. This is internal awakenings. This is personal processing. So take extra special care with your communications with others and make time and space to do the communication with yourself because this is a juicy one to co-create with for sure. And it's Scorpio Taurus. So it is the garden of life that we're cracking open to birth anew in a whole new way culture, kinfolk, what we grow in the garden is all new going forward. And Scorpio's the breath of God that breathes life into that garden. So we're conceiving the Mercury's in Scorpio. So that's conception time in our own little minds, what we can conceive that Uranus can liberate us with going forward. 
So powerful. Then we get a breather on the 20th. Our next activation is on the 21st, Venus, Trine, Pluto. So remember, I like to look at the order. She hit Jupiter first, then she's hitting Pluto, and then she's going to hit Saturn last. I love it. So first, we expand our consciousness of what's possible for relationships and finances and dream a little and connect to our inner artistry and values. And then the 21st, when she links up with Pluto, we transform. And when she links up with Saturn, we get to build anew completely. I love it. So the 21st, Venus trine Pluto. Anytime Pluto's involved, the intensity levels go up and you are able to hear, feel, or sense your soul self more clearly than usual. Venus brings up that which is most important to you personally, your individual values and priorities, especially where your relationships and resources are concerned. This is an easy angle, making purification and transformation smoother than usual too. So what are you ready to change? How have your values and priorities changed completely in the last year or so? Okay, now y'all know I ask this every year, right? So 2020 is very special. Use this activation to deepen your connection with those you love most and allow or encourage the relationship to evolve to a totally new level. If you're working on your relationship with money or self-worth specifically, then this activation is a good time for prayer or ritual that supports positive change and your vision for the future. Pour any intense emotions or revelations into art of any medium or do a vision board, but give expression to the depths you recognize as coming to the surface of your own conscious awareness. This energy tends to intensify relationships and or emotions, so you may feel extremely drawn to someone emotionally as well as physically. You may feel the intense need to express your love mentally, emotionally, or physically. This energy is great for bringing deeper insights to the surface, which ultimately should strengthen any relationship. A new relationship started under this influence will usually have an intensity about it, as will any form of creative expression, artistic or otherwise. So yes, Venus, our relationships and finances, our values and priorities, easy transformation with Pluto. We're doing an upgrade. It's all good. Then the 24th is Saturday, and Venus will trine Saturn. This is a smooth, easy energy that you can work with consciously and yield incredible, even tangible results. It's a good time to define your terms where relationships are concerned because you're finally clear about your own values and priorities. Based on your past choices and efforts, positive benefits and earned rewards are forthcoming. Based on your past choices and efforts, Positive benefits and earned rewards are forthcoming. That's the trine to Saturn. Saturn always rewards us in a very literal way. So call that in, whatever you need in terms of the upgrade to your reality and to your purpose. So Jupiter rules our truth and story and belief system. So we were expanding that in a beautiful way to include harmony and peace and love and togetherness and kinship and caring about the earth and each other and all life. And she gets with Pluto and softens the transformative process where we're purified back to our original intent, our original essence that wants to express at this higher level now. So she's polishing us up with Pluto, and then she gets to Saturn, and it's like, here's what you've got to work with, for real, what you can stand on, a foundation that you've built with your own choices and efforts over the last year at a minimum. If you've avoided responsibility in your own relationships, public or private, then this energy can help you get back on track with less pain and suffering than usual. Saturn is quite a taskmaster. 
If you can be practical about your own limits and realistic about what others bring to the table, then this energy also supports discussing forward movement as well as development or spiraling to a new, higher level in some way, especially as a team. Strategizing about the future, clarifying the vision of what will support and protect all involved, and honoring the essence of life that runs throughout is deeply supported by these two getting together in an easy angle. I love that. We can strategize about the future. It's not time to make moves. It's time to strategize and plan and prepare. Clarify the vision that will support and protect all involved and honor the essence of life. So important. Venus is also the energy of love, money, and magnetics, as I always say. So it's a good time to check in with what you're naturally magnetizing and naturally repelling. It's also a good energy to help you be objective and somewhat conservative where both your relationships and finances are concerned. With this activation, I'd suggest outlining a reasonable relationship or financial goal for the next 3, 6, 9, or 12 months. Whatever feels good to you. So that's our forecast for the week. Okay, y'all, we're getting a little traction with this Astro 101 class. So I would like to reiterate an invitation here for those of you interested like I said before, this is not an official certification. This is more about learning how to read your own blueprint so that you can follow along with my forecasts and the readings that I do for you along the way and the things that we talk about. It has always been my goal to share what affects us all as the social collective and to be able to customize certain things for you, the individual. So I still need some time to put the class materials together now that I know people are really interested and I will be in touch. So for now, this link just goes to signing up to be notified when I launch the class, basically. I've got a few things on deck ahead of that, but I am excited about it. This is kind of a fun idea and it's sparking a bunch of other ideas. So that's what some of the delay is as well. It's like, I'm getting creative over here, y'all. We're gonna have fun with this one. So stay in touch. Reach out if you need to. Let me know if you would like to do that. Or, of course, the Astro Tarot special is still running as well. And I want to thank you so much for being part of my community. And thanks for listening. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools. Have a great week.